0: Hello and welcome. Today we're talking about how Premier is helping you succeed in a value-based reimbursement world. I'm your moderator, Leslie Lane. Premier Health launched its health insurance company, Premier Health Plan, to live into the system's vision to build healthier communities and healthier people. Today we'll explore what this health plan is, what makes it different, and how it benefits people living in Southwest Ohio. With me today are Renee George, President of Premier Health Plan. Welcome. Hi, Leslie. Dr. Jerry Clark, Chief Medical Officer and President of Premier Health Group, the Physician Network Serving Premier Health Plan. We're glad you're with us.
1: Well, thank you. Great to be here.
0: And Chris Schubart, Vice President of Sales for Premier Health Plan. Welcome to you. Hello, Leslie. I'll ask Renee to start us off. We all know the household names that have dominated health insurance for most of our lifetimes. Why did Premier Health start its own health insurance company?
2: Well, the decision to start a health insurance company was really an extension of Premier's mission to build healthier communities and improve the health of the communities we serve. You know, Premier as a healthcare system, they looked to the changing landscape and and saw that the payment models that were being brought forth by by CMS and other payers, it was clear that there was a change at hand. And healthcare system overall was moving from a payment for volume to a payment for outcomes or value. And so the health insurance was a mechanism for Premier to begin moving in that direction. So payment for volume, that means getting paid for the number of services that were provided. So, for example, tests being performed or procedures being completed. And that's how healthcare really has always been been paid for. Going forward, the payment mechanisms are shifting towards quality and outcomes and managing populations overall from taking risks for those populations. And so by moving out of this volume world, Premier saw that it could really start addressing the health of the people in the community who maybe never crossed the threshold of a provider within the Premier Health system. In 2015, we launched our fully insured products, and that include Medicare Advantage, the individual insurance products, both on and off exchange. For employers, we offer large group commercial products and ASO, or administrative services only, self-insured products.
0: Well, thanks, Renee. I suspect you'll all have a perspective on this next question, but... I'd like to give Dr. Clark the first take on how Premier Health Insurance is different from other plans.
1: Well, uh, it's a great story to tell, Leslie. So we uh, differentiate ourselves from other health insurance companies in a variety of ways. One is the fact that we're local. So the physicians of our network are all physicians that have been taking care of this community for for a long, long time. Uh, we're a physician-led organization. Premier Health Group that you introduced earlier in the podcast is the provider network for the Premier Health Plan. And we are all local physicians, as I mentioned before, and specialists that have been in this community and taking care of our patients. And we've integrated the physicians with our approach, which is the second unique point I wanted to make, uh, to population health. So there are many definitions of population health, of course, that are out there. Ours is um, modeled around the fact that we we use robust data and transparent data reporting to our providers to help them manage our populations that we're serving, to identify the folks that are high risk in those populations, and then we offer a, a vast array of resources to those providers to help them manage those high risk individuals. Folks like nurse care advisors, pharmacists, dietitians, social workers, engagement specialists, etc. Uh, so that's another unique point about us. So the third one is the data. Back in the mid-90s, we might remember managed care as it was back then and probably not fondly. Providers didn't remember it fondly and I don't think the public did either. And the reason was the only way to control the total cost of care in those days was really through putting barriers to care. So The gatekeeper model, you may remember, where you had to access a primary care physician in order to access specialists or testing. Not very consumer friendly. Now, this is different. So in 2017, we do have robust data. Our data uh, analytics engine that we use to know our population and, and recognize who's at risk is very robust, and we use differently from other major insurers. We use not only claims data, pharmacy and medical claims data, but we, because we're a provider-sponsored health plan, have the physician or clinical input into that process and the electronic medical record. We incorporate all this very rich data, which makes the, the outcome of the data much more accurate. We can assimilate, in addition to claims data, we can assimilate the electronic medical record data on, uh, from the clinician input, uh, from health risk assessment data, et cetera. So that helps us identify those at high risk so that we can deploy these very expensive resources to take care of those that have complex needs. And maybe even more importantly, the data has the ability to predict illness, so we can identify those with rising risk in the population. So if you are fairly healthy, but may be at risk for developing a, a variety of other uh, chronic illnesses, we try to identify those folks and reach out and help train them to self-manage and to educate them, and hopefully prevent that chronic disease from developing, which will lead to a, a better quality of life for the person and will certainly lead to lower total costs of care down the road.
3: Oh, Doctor Clark brings up some really key points around uh, our approach to delivering care to uh, our members. It it is a little bit different than the commercial other commercial carriers who are out there. Um, That retrospective view they have through claims and pharmacy programs gives them some insight, but it's really uh, it is that retrospective view. It's what has already occurred. The ability for us to take all the electronic medical record data, clinical notes. Uh, that is all protected under the PHI protection uh, laws we adhere to, Uh, but taking that data and getting a prospective view of that uh, member's health and rising risk categories, we're able to identify people before they have those claims and as Dr. Clark said, mitigate some of that expense and frankly mitigate um, a really negative impact in their own lives and to change lives at a really real level and that makes us very unique in our approach to um, delivering health care through an insurance company.
0: And we can plug some of our future podcasts because we'll be talking about some of the very specific ways and programs that you do that, especially you mentioned care advisors. We'll, we'll get into more detail later. What I like to ask is how I, as a patient, might experience a health plan that's built on a population health model. How would I experience that differently from my Frankly, my traditional experience where if I I get sick, I see my doctor. Renee, do you have any thoughts on that?
2: One way that it's different for members of our health plan is our approach is very personal. It's member-specific. So depending on what our risk stratification engine, what it identifies that might be an opportunity from a programmatic standpoint... Uh, then the member has an opportunity to engage with our, with our care advisors. And it is at a very personal level. And so we're looking for, you know, what what are the goals, the individual goals that will lead that member to a better outcome? And then how can we help remove the barriers and allow them to achieve?
3: I always mention, you know, like other insurance companies, what we do is similar and then always leave them with what we do differently like all other, all other insurance companies, we pay claims, we answer phones, we send out explanation of benefits, we have a web portal. We have everything that every other insurance company is able to provide their, uh, their members in that very generic, very cold version of what insurance is. But Renee correctly pointed out, it's such a unique experience for our members, for, especially for those who are Um, maybe experiencing some health conditions or maybe a rising risk, and they're going to get care that's not going to be like other providers because it's going to be coordinated with their primary care physicians, with their family members, with uh, other specialists if needed, and as Dr. Clark mentioned, with other community resources. You may need a social worker. You may need access to a dietitian or nutritionist. These are things are not typically uh, coordinated with by your insurance company.
0: And perhaps this experience is different for the physicians as well, because Premier Health Plan partners with physicians and hospitals in a different way, I understand, from other health insurance carriers. So what does partnering with physicians mean in real terms, Dr. Clark?
1: The physician alignment and engagement is key to our success, because that's, again, a differentiator from what other health insurance companies are able to do, because our physicians run this company. From the management perspective, our board of directors uh, is physician-led, and all throughout the organization, our quality improvement committees and credentialing committees, it's the physicians who are driving it. And after all, I mean, physicians are really responsible for a lot of total cost of care and certainly the quality outcomes that we look at. The physician is the key. The alignment is very, very critical. We have that. We had great success when we we started back in 2013 developing a provider network. Wonderful success. We talked to the physicians about going back to the model of care that we were all taught in medical school, which is a team-based approach that's patient and family-centered, the primary care physician as the orchestrator or manager of care, the coordinator of care. All these things resonate with physicians because our system has gotten so fragmented over the years. So we talk about bringing back the joy of practicing medicine. So actually it's uh, what we do with our population health model is meant to be as much about improving outcomes of our community members and lowering total cost of care as it is improving the, not only the patient but the physician's satisfaction with the care of medicine
0: to take this one step further, how does a doctor-led plan benefit the community? So I heard benefits the physician's experience, benefits the patient's experience. What about the overall community? Because after all, we are about creating healthier communities.
1: We are, and another great question. So the fact that, you know, we have the outcomes that we do uh, not only an improvement in quality, maintaining and improving quality, and decreasing the total cost of care is a benefit to the community from that perspective. So if you think about it this way, the more successful we are and the more lives we are touching in this community, makes Southwest Ohio a better place for companies to want to be at because it's better from their perspective for their total health insurance needs. Uh, from the, the people's perspective, We actually are touching them in a very high-touch way that you heard about earlier and improving their quality of life as well as those other factors that we talked about, which is cost and quality. So we meet patients where they are. That's how we set reasonable goals to help them succeed. These are the things that physician alignment gets us to. We work our resources that I talked about earlier, the nurse care advisors and pharmacists, etc., work in conjunction with the physician. We actually are representing the physician's team in taking care of you. So like, for example, when our nurse care advisor may reach out to you because we've identified that there there may be a need, a risk, we will call and say, well, we're representing Dr. Clark's office today and calling you, not the health insurance company. This is a provider-led organization.
0: Can you make this real for me. We've talked kind of at a high level of promoting healthy lifestyles, keeping members healthy, identifying risk, and reaching out. Can you give me an example of, of a person in a condition where that plays out, like a real life example?
1: Well, uh, one example, we have a, a variety of population health models directed at different high-risk folks in a population. For example. And one of those would be, for example, complex care. So complex care is directed at folks that have a very high risk for encountering a hospitalization. Like? For example, diabetes and hypertension, coronary disease, often frequently they all go together. That person is at very high risk of encountering a hospitalization for a variety of reasons. So our population health models are built around reaching out to that person and trying to help Gain control of the condition, number one, and self-manage to avoid that hospitalization down the road.
0: How have physicians in the community responded to the plan's efforts to help people become healthier?
1: Well, I can speak to the from the physicians' perspective. Um, you know, we, as I said before, we had great acceptance of our model of care, and we contracted with over two thousand providers within just a very short period of time—six months in 2013, subsequent to that time, we now have over 6,000 providers in, in our provider network. Uh, very widely accepted because they have, they have input uh, into how we operate as a, as a health insurance company. So um, we have high engagement, and we have probably nearly 75 physicians now participating on a regular basis in all the committees that we, that we do, and of course working in conjunction with our nurses and, and other population health assets.
3: I, I would add to that. As we grew our network. There were a number of physicians that I've spoken with uh, in the last three years. And it's amazing to me, uh, almost to a person, how skeptical they were in the beginning about what we were doing and how we we're going to do it. And, and the whole idea of providing them with data and working in a coordinated manner with them to create new outcomes, better outcomes for their patients, and literally to almost to an individual they were very skeptical. And as they've seen our growth and seen our successes, they are there, they understand, yes, this is indeed what we need to be doing. We are making a difference. I mean, there's a number of primary care docs who had no idea that their patients were seeing two other physicians and they were on different medications because they didn't have the data in the past. And our ability, as Dr. Clark mentioned and Renee mentioned, to arm physicians with data so that they can better coordinate that care, become that conductor, if you will, of the orchestra, truly has a uh, life-changing outcomes for a number of people where they were on medications that could have been deadly combinations or, in some cases, paying way more than they should have been because they would have been better off with a different prescribing pattern. And so, you know, the medical directors working with the primary care doctors with the multiple specialists create new outcomes for patients both in a way of their health and also in the way of their pocketbook. And that's pretty cool.
0: Dr. Clark, you yourself left a successful primary care practice to become chief medical officer of Premier Health Plan. So what prompted you to make that move?
1: Well, um, it, was, uh, it was a difficult one, but one that I gave a lot of thought to and one that I uh, have never regretted from the day that I did it. So after practicing over 25 years in Beaver Creek in internal medicine um, and also uh, having quite a bit of experience as a medical director in long-term care and skilled nursing facilities, I was given the opportunity by the board of Premier Health Group to become president of this company and leave clinical practice. I thought that uh, having worked on the development of this Premier Health Plan and Premier Health Group for nearly a year at that time, that in the last, uh, the last portion of my career, I could never have a better opportunity to affect positively more lives in this community. And so I took it. As I said, I've never regretted it. It's been a terribly exciting and very, very rewarding.
0: Well, if someone wants to know more about Premier Health Plan, where can they find that information?
3: You could go to our website. That's probably the easiest and quickest way, and that's uh, www.premierhealthplan.org. I always stress the .org you know, the natural tendencies to put in .com, but it is .org. From there, you can check a provider who may be participating in our network. You can check a prescription drug, whether it's in our formulary or not. You can learn a lot more information about what we do and how we do it and about the plan designs and uh, the different products we offer.
0: I would like to thank you all for sharing your insights about Premier Health Plan. We'll have more conversations in more detail about Premier Health Plan and hope you will join us. Meanwhile, thank you to Renee George, President of Premier Health Plan, Dr. Jerry Clark, Chief Medical Officer and President of Premier Health Group, and Chris Schubart, Vice President of Sales for Premier Health Plan. I'm your moderator, Leslie Lane. Thank you for joining us.